I thought this evening at six o'clock that I would completely change what we'll do tonight. Uh, simply, I think partly because of the weather. Uh, I think, you know, it's been just such a great day. And I kind of feel like I don't want to take up loads and loads of time. And what I had prepared is absolutely fantastic. But I thought it's not for tonight. So that's for another time. And so what I want to share with us this evening is the story, which many of us will know, is from John's Gospel, chapter 2. And it's deliberate. It's about uh, Jesus changes water into wine. And uh, the reason we're doing that, it was a social celebration. This current series that we're in at the minute is called The Invitation. We've loved it, and I hope that you're enjoying it, those of you who are coming, those of you who are watching, participating, and journeying with us. The Invitation is inviting us into relationship with him. Come follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. That's the invitation that Jesus makes to us as individuals and disciples, followers of his. That's the first thing. But the second thing is us inviting all of us as a church community. We don't necessarily just want to go back to normal. Now, yes, there is a hunger and there's a desire for us to meet on Sunday mornings, and we will get there. And that's a, that is one of several desires and things that we want to reestablish into the life and community of Carrick Focus Vineyard Church. But we want to be in a position where we're inquiring of the Lord and we're inquiring of the signs of the time and sort of saying, God, what is it that you're inviting us into in the future? This is a reformation moment and time in our history where I think God is inviting us as church, is what does church look like today and in the next few years? Because I think as the rest of society is being rewritten now, how we interact, how we have life with one another, how we communicate, all of that stuff has just had this massive seismic like mega, mega change. And as we come out, praise the Lord, out of uh, COVID, things will look differently. And we're inviting us into that. And one of the things that we want to say one of our core values is hospitality. It is getting together. It is having fun and having a party. I am delighted that Matt and Catherine are with us this evening. I was privileged to marry them together. I always have to be careful when I say that. I say when I, marry, when I married them, I don't marry them because that would be really weird. When I presided over their marriage in February. I can see a few smiles through the eyes. I just can't see the laughter. I know it's there. It's kind of bubbling. I can see it in the eyes in moments. Thanks, Tommy. You're probably the most animated. Thanks. It's probably because your face mask is down. Just bring it up a little higher. Thanks. Now we're all above board. Thank you. We know you're rebellious in nature, but please wear it properly. But Matt and Catherine, they got married in December, and it was just a privilege to be there. Uh, there were a, a small number gathered, but just, it was just a celebration. And that's what we're going to read about here and just pick a, a couple of things from it that I think could be helpful. Let's read. Do we have it there? Yeah. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. That's important. And Jesus. So Jesus' mum was there and Jesus. And his disciples had also been invited. The key theme is the invitation. There was an invitation, not just to Jesus' mum and to Jesus, but also his disciples were there too. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Woman, 
So good. Why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used for Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding a lot of water. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water, so they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside, said, what's going on here? Everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheek plonk later. But you've done it the other way around. What's going on? You've saved the best to last. What Jesus did here in Canaan of Galilee was the first of many signs. It was the first miracle. And uh, if you've seen this program, I think it's called The Chosen. Um, it's a program uh, someone's been talking about recently, and it's pretty good. And uh, it's at, they, they reenact this absolutely fabulously. It's so, so good. And uh, this is the scene where Jesus, his mom, and the disciples, they've come to this wedding. And if you've been around the block, if you're a Christian at any time, you'll know the story really, really well. The best wine is usually served first and the cheap stuff later, but it's the, they run out of wine. And Mary sees the commotion. She preempts it because women usually, certainly women of a certain age, are really, really intuitive. They just know stuff, don't they, men? Women just know. And Mary knew there was a problem. And it was going to be an embarrassment. And it was going to be an indictment on this particular wedding that the wine had gone. Oh, my goodness, what an embarrassment. Mary turns to Jesus and says, uh, they've got no more wine. And Jesus replies, brilliant. It's like, why, why? Why are you telling me that? What have I got to do with that? And he indicates something here. He says, my hour has not yet come. In The Chosen, it's brilliant. It, it, you can just see the, 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 sort of the, the, the questioning in Jesus' heart and in his mind of like, I'm out for a party. I'm at the wedding here. And now you want me to go public? You want me to go on the scene? Because the scene was coming. He was going to break out soon, and he was going to travel the length and breadth of the nation and do the most incredible stuff. He knew that was coming, but he didn't think it was going to start now. That wasn't maybe in his plan is what, what is indicating here. But mums have a persuasive nature on their sons. And... Uh, Jesus perhaps obeys her, or maybe he obeys his father, will not know this side of heaven. But what I love is the next verse, and it's verse 5. His mother said to the servants, they were the ones behind the scene, they were the ones scurrying around going, what the flip are we going to do? We've got no wine, what on earth? Oh my goodness, can we nip down to Asda, see if we could buy some, or oh, maybe we could get some Ribena and make it look like it is or whatever. They knew what was going on. And Mary says to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And if we think 
as we go home tonight and enjoy whatever sunshine we've got left as we prepare for the week. If we forget everything from tonight, just remember those words that Mary said to the servants who are in on it, who are in on the miracle. Do whatever he tells you. If that's not a word from the Lord to us, what is? It's listening to his voice and doing what he tells us to do. Because when we obey his voice and we obey his lead, our lives form a trajectory towards life and towards the kingdom and towards the peace and the love and everything that he promises us. And when we take our eyes off of him and we place them elsewhere and we say no to the voice of the Lord, that's when life just doesn't go the way that he promises to us. The rest of the miracle is there, and that's maybe for another day, except simply to say is that the miracle was done through the hands of the servants. He just blessed the water, and it was only when the water was taken from the jars that it became wine, and the servants knew where it had come from. The guests knew they were none the wiser. It was only as they took it, they're like, this is absolutely amazing. This is 19 crimes. This is McGuigan's special reserve. This is Chateau de Neuf, de Pap, or whatever you pronounce that nice red wine. I've done that terribly unjust, haven't I? This is good gear. And yet, in this moment, the servants were part of it. This is the last thing I want to share, is Jesus and his disciples were invited to a wedding, and they went. And sometimes in life we get invited to things, and sometimes it's really wise not to go. <laughs> it's, you know, if I was a teenager and I knew it was going to be a really it's it going to be one of those parties where I knew uh, I just should not go to that party. It's wise not to go. And then there's other things in life where we get this opportunity and sometimes we're like, oh, I just don't know, I'm not going to feel comfortable. But God is there. And he's inviting us to be his hands and his feet and to go there and be present to be his voice, to be his hands, to be his feet. And Jesus as well is inviting not only that we would be guests at weddings, that we'd be guests at parties, that we'd be guests at all manner of different things, but he's also inviting us to be the master of ceremonies. He's inviting us, those of us who have a home of our own, those of us who don't maybe, to invite other people into our lives to come and journey alongside us to be guests so that we can share our lives with them. It's really easy to do that with people that we like, and sometimes it's a lot harder and a much greater challenge when other parts of the Bible, when Jesus talks about weddings and he talks about in, inviting the ways and the strays and all the others and just coming in. That's his heart that he would invite us to do the same. So that's one of our values. As things begin to ease out there, today being about Carrick, there's a lot of people out and about. 
Let's stay safe. Let's stay, do all the right things to keep ourselves right and other people safe and right as well. But folks, let's, where we can, with the guidelines, gather again together. We have missed it. My heart is yearning to hang out with people. I was out last night. We went out with Andy and Andrea for Chantel's birthday, had a meal together. It was great crack, just great fun. We have missed it. It's part and parcel of being a human being is gathering together. And it's important that we, as the body of Christ, that we know how to celebrate, that we know how to throw a party and have fun together.